This is the PT Real Chapter Podcast, episode 22. I'm your host, Stephen Hughes, and this cast is the fourth in our series called Overcoming Challenges in Education, Meeting with the Speakers. This is a chance to talk a little more with the teachers who presented on our chapter event on July 4th and 5th of 2020 about their presentations and about other useful tips they can share with our listeners on teaching practice and most importantly on teacher development. Our guest today has been in ELT since 2012 with experience in teaching students of all ages and all proficiency levels. He's an educational consultant at Troika, Vice President of Brass Tissot São Paulo, presenter in ELT conferences in Brazil. He was a CELTA, the Troika Trainer Certificate and the ECPE. He works in ELT as a teacher, trainer, speaker, materials writer and editor. Let's welcome Bruno Albuquerque. Hey, Bruno. <laughs> Thank you, Stefan. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. How are you doing? Good, good. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for coming out. We're really thrilled to have you, right? It's a pleasure. To present. And um, I'm sure the delegates, people who, you know, actually attended the talk were even motivated about it. You know, the talk being motivation through gamification, right? So yeah, they I- did. Yeah, I hope they did. I think they did. Uh, so I get, can I begin by just asking if you believe it is usually an uphill struggle to motivate learners? What do you think about that? Um, yes, I think um, motivating students, like students who don't have an intrinsic motivation. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the, the thing with intrinsic motivation is that even the term is in disuse now. Right. Because um, there is this, this view that There's no such thing as extrinsic motivation, right? Mm-hmm. Like that there's nothing on the outside that can actually motivate you to do something. So right. uh, motivation is always inside. So even <laughs> saying intrinsic motivation is kind of like, well, repetitive. Yeah, repetitive. In, redundant, in my right? point of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of redundant. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, Yeah, and I feel that when you get demotivated people in whatever, whatever, whichever task you choose to to try to get them engaged on, mm-hmm. it's a challenge, right? Because um, somehow you feel that it is your responsibility right. to to motivate mm-hmm. uh, your learners, but you get to a point that you realize that it's much easier to demotivate people than it is to motivate them. Exactly. Exactly. It's funnier. Um, (laughs) That's so true. That's so true. um, And and, and there are some theories and which which might actually sound a bit contradictory to to what we're going to talk about today that Mm -hmm. say that motivating other people is impossible. Like you don't motivate other people. You just... Uh, sort of uh, create an environment in which their motivation might spur, might mm-hmm. right, or it might be, it might meet with yours, maybe, or with your goal yeah. or something. So they mm-hmm. see some similarity there, and that's where they go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting, sure. really nice. All right, well, we have a few more questions to cover, right? So let's see if we can get straight to these questions. Do you mind if we start asking the questions? Yep. Okay, great. So, do games necessarily have to meet all the five elements you talked about? Decision-making, entertainment, outcome, conflict, and rules. Hmm. Um, 
That's an interesting question. I don't yeah. think they have to, but um, if you eliminate one of these elements, like I feel that the game will be um, mm-hmm. sort of weird. Like right, imagine right. you have a game which does not involve decision making. Right. So, uh, what what is it that you're doing? You're just going through the motions of the mm-hmm. game. So the game is happening to you uh if a game is not entertaining it's not a game because a a, a game a playing a game is the voluntarily the voluntary action of overcoming unnecessary obstacles so if the game is not fun why are you doing it why putting all the effort uh, right yeah and and it seems to me that if you remove the fun element of it you just completely just take out the, the core of what a game really is and then it just becomes another classroom task which is all right i don't yeah. think um by by any means I, i i don't mean to say that every task that students take part in the classroom have to be fun right no that's not the point because i don't think that's always possible um i think students should be happy most of the time in your lesson But that doesn't mean that everything has to be fun. Like maybe language analysis doesn't, well, doesn't strike me as something fun for students. But nevertheless, it doesn't mean it's not fundamental. So, right. Um, and then, well, outcomes. If you're doing an activity with your students, you probably thought of an outcome or a goal or an aim for this activity. If you haven't. This activity should not be in your lesson plan, right? Because, well, if there is no outcome, it's pointless. You're wasting students' time and money. Um, perhaps conflict is something that um, you can remove. The, the the feeling of tension, right? The the, the time limit, the, the the cooperation with with other peers trying to reach the goal. Maybe this is something you can eliminate, but again, uh, imagine a game in which there is no tension, like a game that is very easy, that there is no time limit, that it, right. it, it feels odd. And well, for rules, come on, like games have mm. rules. And They always have rules, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even when you see kids beginning to play and they, they, they always start off with the rules when they start playing. They mm-hmm. decide, yeah. almost immediately they start to decide uh, who does what or what's, what counts or what doesn't count. So this is natural, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and the rules of, of these gamified activities, and this is something that, that, I, uh, that I try to make it clear in, in this talk of mine. Um, I've probably done it three or four times so far. Um, and, and, and a couple times at the end of the talk, people ask me, okay, but Bruno, what is your favorite game to play in the classroom? And it, it always makes me feel a bit frustrated because that's exactly the opposite of what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. So the idea is not bringing games. It's not like, oh, I have this very fun game. No, right. the idea is using these elements that, that, that you mentioned, uh, decision-making, entertainment, outcomes, conflict, and rules, and putting these elements in your classroom tasks. Yeah, throughout the activities, right? feel like a game. Right. And, All of our classroom activities, gamified or not, they already have rules. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the the rules of the tasks they are the instructions of the task. Right. Like, um, will you do it individually in pairs or in groups? Uh-huh. Um, can you look? Can you? I don't know. Like, check your your notebook. Mm-hmm. Can you ask your teacher? Um, do you have like how long do you have to do it? So, uh, the rules are basically the. The they're activity. there, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. They're, they're really they're sometimes implicit or explicit, but they are they are there, right? Yeah. In terms of instruction, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or guidelines, right? Or we can think of it as guidelines sometimes. Yeah. It's cool. Yes, cool. All right. Well, what about when we don't about games and you mentioned gamification, right? So, what major difference between these two, between games and gamification, should teachers be aware of? Okay. Um, first of all, game is a noun and gamification is like a verb. It's an action. Okay. So cool. uh, a game would be like uh, Risk or Minecraft or Fortnite or a uh, memory game or I don't know, like, um, right? Those, those how, how household names like Counter-Strike and yeah. uh, whatever. Uh, gamification exactly. is uh, gamification is the act of bringing game elements to something, right? So um, I believe gamification first started uh, with companies. So companies would gamify uh, their environment, as in um, the, the the employees would would sort of take part in in. In activities, in workshops, in tasks, and then they would be awarded points, and there would be that would be like a scoreboard, and uh, yeah. the, the players, the employees, higher on the scoreboard, they would get yeah. badges, systems, right, and yeah. money, prizes, right. Uh-huh. So that, that, so so that's where gamification started, uh, and then we sort of uh, cool. saw we saw what gamification was, and we tried. Uh, applying that to to the language classroom right so this idea of uh, adding game-like elements to our practice it's not necessary to one activity only but to the whole thing like to, to a whole practice to make the teaching feel like a game because according to uh, motivation theory like if you if you you and everyone who's listening to this uh, watch the webinar um, the, the webinar on gamification motivation you yeah. see that the elements of a game mm-hmm. they sort of connect with elements that might foster yeah. learner motivation true so that's that's, that's true basically yeah. okay great great all right well um, let me get to the next question uh, Pink mentions some of the drawbacks, right, of using rewards. Can we talk about gamification? Eventually, you, you kind of touched on that, the idea of rewards, right? Mm-hmm. So using rewards in the classroom sometimes can squash creativity or promote a bit of cheating. So how can we kind of minimize that, that, let's say, impact of rewards in the classroom? Um, okay, short answer, don't use rewards. Um, long answer okay, is um, <laughs> because um, w- whenever we f- we think about uh, gamification, I-, I feel it's only natural that competitions and rewarding students for doing things 
um, come to mind quite naturally, yes. right? Like, come on, like if you're talking about games, you think about rewards. You yeah. think about yeah. what something right? has to be in it, right? Um, yes, be something there, right? That's uh, it. But 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 that's the thing. Like, th- th- there there are two main points in this webinar about gamification and motivation. Uh, point one, it's what we already talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, gamification is adding game-like elements to everyday classroom routine. Right. Point one. Point. It's not bringing games. It's bringing game elements, not games. And point two is kill your reward system because even though it might feel like something that works magically with your students and your students love getting fake dollars or badges or points points. um, yeah yeah and and this is something that um uh, this this talk stuff and it actually it, it was actually born as um I, I think I think you might even have seen it. Uh, right. It was born as motivation carrot and whip, like right? A couple, some some years ago, like maybe carrot and two whip. Years okay, ago, I, guess. I remember that. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, uh, and then it it, it 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 got more elements because uh, when I first presented mm-hmm. this, talking about uh, reward systems and how harmful they are to students, and in my opinion, society, because I believe we are a society addicted to rewards okay and so everything we do it's either to avoid not not everything but many things that we do are either to avoid punishment or to get a reward okay and i think life doesn't have to be like that True. because that doesn't always work Sometimes you do what's right because it is the right thing to do, and yeah. not because you're going to be rewarded by it or okay. no, not be punished by it. So, yes. And then uh, when I first presented this talk uh, on motivation, carrot and whip, uh, teachers would tell me, but I use reward systems in my class and they work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that there is the whole issue of comparing um, which by by no means means has no value but it's <laughs> when you compare personal experience to science and research okay right? uh, yeah thanks to data right to data yeah exactly yeah yeah there, there is what, what you see what you experience with with your eyes and your skin in the classroom of course it has value but these studies like research in science they're done like with students of different ages of different backgrounds uh, many students in different contexts so uh, the data from a study is i'd say i'd really say a bit more reliable than mm-hmm. your personal experience maybe your personal experience with your students those those kids okay yes it works but are you like um having a follow-up on that okay like so you feel that it works right there and then but what, what next about, like a year mm-hmm. later or okay. two years later that mm-hmm. you're not teaching those students anymore will students still behave when the reward systems are taken out mm-hmm. and um which is a bit more worrisome is not removing the reward system ever and expecting mm-hmm. students to be compliant because they're expecting a reward 
True. Uh, I think this is not education. This is you're taming the kids. Okay. And then uh, the idea of talking about gamification came from uh, teachers complaining after the talk against reward systems saying okay so if i cannot use reward systems with my students so that they're motivated and that they participate in class what can i do and i didn't have that answer right. i didn't have that answer i was just there to say stop doing this because it's harmful and i right. still say that stop doing that because okay. it's harmful Right, right. Right. Now I feel that I found something that can sort of take the reward systems and the behavior charts place, which mm -hmm. is gamif gamifying your lessons. Okay, interesting. So, I so, like that. Uh, I feel that now I, mm -hmm. uh, I I can fight the problem mm -hmm. and give teachers a solution. Which is right. much more complicated than a reward system and uh -huh. a behavior chart because you can download a behavior chart and you can implement a reward system in five minutes. True. Right? But, uh, and that's the thing. If something, we know that education is intrinsically complex and not simple at all. Tell me about it. <laughs> right? If someone is promising, an easy fix to learn their motivation. It, just, just think about it. Just think about how complex and, and, and subjective is dealing with other people's motivation. Like dealing with your own motivation is already very, very difficult. True. So and then you're, you're, you're tackling someone else's motivation. Uh, wow. Someone else's is in plural. Yeah, many, many very simple system yeah that sounds fishy yeah. right? it's too simplistic so maybe yeah there's something okay more. too simplistic too right, simplistic, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. almost like so, a silver bullet right? yeah so, mm -hmm. right so back to the question how to minimize the negative effects of of rewarding students yeah don't reward your students they okay. don't deserve rewards for doing homework right they don't deserve rewards for yeah. english in class or showing up in class that's just it's part of their job right so it, it, uh, okay good it's more about showing responsibility that's it so it's not learner taming learner yeah. training uh, i like that not learner taming learner training mm. <laughs> on yeah. the okay yes please. i like that i like that we're gonna use, we're gonna use that now no, no, no learner taming learner training <laughs> all right well mm -hmm. students yes. then uh, yes. who are resistant to playing games sometimes right um it, it would kind of maybe mm -hmm. connect there with, since you're not going to be rewarding and stuff but how would you deal with students who are kind of resistant to games or gamification in the lesson? What, what do you do? Okay. Um, uh, I feel that one of, uh, one of the common pitfalls of using games or gamified activities in class is telling students that they're going to play a game. Uh, because if you tell uh, a, a kid or a teenager or even an adult like I, I'm an adult and I, and I love games uh, if you tell me let's play a game I'm going to be expecting a basketball or right. a, a, mm -hmm. a video game console right. or a, a board game which I can recognize as mm -hmm. being 
in the genre of games. Okay. Right? I would expect pawns and cards and yes. dice and uh, so so mm-hmm. this is what I would expect. Okay. And then if the teacher says, "Let's play a game," and the game is completing sentences in Kahoot, Ooh. I'm gonna feel like killing <laughs> this teacher for tricking me yeah, into yeah. believing I was going to play a game. You will be sleeping. It's not a game. Like yes. come on. That's right. Right. Yeah. It is yeah. not. It's it's a silly app that mm-hmm. tries to. I don't know. Maybe. Um, yeah. No, and also mimic it. Game. Not just game. And and they realize that it's about language practice. It's not a game, really. It's giving them a chance yeah, to practice yeah. the language. So, you see. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, uh, so that 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 would be the first thing. Don't tell students that they're going to play a game if it's not a game. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. if you're not going to take students outside to play a bit of basketball, don't tell students that they're going to play a game. Just tell students that they're going to do this task. Right. So you just um, mm-hmm. just, try, just try to. Uh, this is something that that, that Vinny says like um, sometimes that I feel that uh, teachers they need to. To make their costume sexy, like, a bit more, a bit more sexy. <laughs> Sex it up, right? I got it. You're going to do. Um, let, let's read this text. Yes. Let's read this text. Is uh-huh. not engaging, right? But if you're having a discussion on, uh-huh. let's say, uh, global warming, okay, with your students as a lead-in, say, imagine it's a reading class, right? Um, you're you're having so you start the lesson with the discussion on global warming, asking students what they think the impact of global warming are. If students feel that uh, human action affects global warming and, and, and the weather, right? And then after this short discussion, you tell students now I'm gonna give you 10 seconds to <laughs> check if the scientists in your books have the same opinion as you right yes this is a gamified activity right so, find uh, like, go, like go like almost like a quest right so like you go find yes, so, that's it it's and, more like a quest okay and, and i'm not and i'm not telling you go and read this text i'm telling you to compare your personal ideas your mm-hmm. personal thoughts to uh-huh. an expert this okay. is something that is interesting Okay. Right? It, it's yes. something that makes you feel like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Am I right? Am I wrong? Right. So how do, how do my pers- how does my personal experience compare with this expert's study and research? Uh huh. If you give students a time frame, like you got ten seconds, yeah, students are going See, to skim the text. That's it. So that's where you we won't have. That's it, and they're working with the skill, right? The sub-skill of, of skimming yeah, and scanning. So, yeah, yeah, so you, mm-hmm. you're giving them the chance to practice a sub-skill of reading. Mm-hmm. They're reading for a reason. So it is, um, uh, I, I know it might sound uh, funny to some, saying that this is a communicative activity. Right. Even though you're, you're interacting with a text, not with a person, because usually we say that it's communicative when you interact with other people. But <laughs> in my point of view, it is communicative when there is a communicative goal. And the uh-huh. communicative goal is 
finding out what this expert knows. Right. And I think that's very communicative. I am in this dialogue with yeah. the scientists. Yeah, but yeah, reading is, it is a dialogue. That is, that is true. Right. So, so true. there is time limit. There is time limit. There are rules. You've okay. got 10 seconds and you have to check if your ideas are similar to, to the experts. You have a very clear outcome. Compare your thoughts to 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 the to the scientists. It's likely to be fun because the time limit is so short that it, it, it almost feels like a race, right? <laughs> and so, it involves so, decision making right. because you are bringing your own thoughts into mm. the dialogue with the text. Okay. So it feels like a game. And it's the kind of activity that once you've done it with your students once, they will ask you on the following week, teacher, can we play that game again? <laughs> and so you, they, you stare at them like, um, what, what game? What game? And say, oh, the one that we have to read the text very fast. Yeah. And you're there thinking inside your head, yeah, my kids want to skim the text. And they're uh, calling yeah. it a game. <laughs> Come on. How, so you, how badass is that? Like you brainwash them. Asking to practice uh, a sub-skill of reading. <laughs> you you've brainwashed them <laughs> at a certain extent, of course. Oh, and I, in, in a positive way. In a positive way. Come on. Really? All right. No, I'm joking. I'm joking with you. But this is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a nice way of putting it. I think that again, you you brought, as you said, the idea of the urgency, right? That they see that they need to do something. So there's relevance, there's urgency. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, I think you just answered the, uh, my ask, my last question, which was about motivating students. And what mm-hmm. your examples there were very clear about that, how you could motivate students to do things in the, uh, in the classroom without telling them, okay, you're going to read, you're going to write, you're going to answer yeah. something, you know? So this is nice. It has to do with yeah. how we um, uh, reword, right? Yeah, and, and I think just to add to that, to sure. that final question, like how, mm-hmm. how to usually motivate students, um, I feel that um, teachers should be lifted of this responsibility of motivating students, because I don't know how far you can actually motivate people. That's that wonderful. doesn't mean that. that yeah, so um, that doesn't mean that it's not your responsibility to try to maintain and avoid at all costs demotivating your students. Okay. So um, by adding these elements to some of your tasks or to all of your classroom tasks, if mm-hmm. possible, like don't, don't feel that you have to gamify everything because... You, you, you probably won't be able to if you are like this means like you're, you're you're an incredible teacher because i think it's it's a very difficult job right. um but if you manage to insert these game-like elements in your activities if you kill the reward systems that you have and behavior charts that you reward students dollars happy faces stickers and just thinking think about like uh, what it does to our society a society that um, takes courses because of certificates mm-hmm. a society that asks their employers 
what will they get if they go to Brest Tiso? Hmm, um, okay. a, a society who breaks the car right before going through a speed trap oh. not to be punished and then instantaneously accelerates the car right after the speed trap right 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 um, so rewards and punishments they kill the feeling of responsibility because you all you always feel like you're being watched and if you're being watched your behavior is not your responsibility it's mm. your supervisor's responsibility right and that's oh. a horrible feeling to have okay so uh talk with your students get to know your students remove your your behavior charts and and reward systems and don't foster uh competition among your students students are supposed to cooperate all the time right. students are not meant to compete with mm -hmm. each other okay great yeah. i like that mm -hmm. yeah no go ahead continue it's, it's wonderful um, I, i think uh, I, i think that's pretty much it it's um no rewards no punishments no competition and try to add game-like elements to your classes i think this is in a tweet what this whole talk is about mm -hmm. and it's um and and this uh this topic is very very dear to me it's something wow. that really i can hear that uh, makes me feel like very strongly towards uh education and the way we should change mm -hmm. educational systems because okay. I, i get the feeling that most of the things we do are based on rewards like true um, true i went through most of my college years and it took me eight years to graduate from college because of work and life and uh, mm -hmm. well, whatever. it happens um, it happens and i feel that most of these years i was going to school to get the diploma mm -hmm. and not mm -hmm. to learn So I see. I myself am infected by this uh bacteria of rewards. So <laughs> just try not to get all of our kids infected with the same bug that I am. Oh yeah. I wouldn't say virus, could not the right time to do use that word, but the bacteria is better. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> right? very good. Well, Thank you so much. I hope this podcast is going to motivate our listeners to do at least try, right? I, I think it's also a, a work in progress. So to find, try and do things that can move away from that system of rewarding and um, getting students really much more responsible for their own learning, right? Great. Well, um, any final words or tips? Um, well, no stuff on it, just... That's mm -hmm. pretty much it. Yeah, you're um, see, see, you, see you around the Brasil world. <laughs> well, where can we find you online? Where can you know, our listeners connect with you online? Um, you know? uh, mostly on Instagram. Like I, I've I've been like quite away from uh, quite a bit away from from Facebook lately. Right. So uh, you can find me at Bruno. Uh, it's Bruno Albuquerque, and the right. Kerki is K R K Q R Q Albu Q R Q. Okay, great. You are you. Great, great. Well, I'll also add it into the description of the podcast so people in case they want to they can find it. Thanks again, Bruno. So, this has been the BT Rio Chapter podcast. I'm your host. This was episode 22, number 4 of the series of overcoming challenges in education. Meet the speakers. 
Um, stay tuned for other episodes like this one, which was really good. We talked all about motivation today. And for just another teacher who you think might benefit from this podcast, and I'm sure there are lots of people who would love to hear this, follow us on Instagram at bt underscore Rio Chapter. And bye for now. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, great.